We had not recorded face-to-face in a long, 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 long time. I mean, the last time we did this, you were still in L.A. living in downtown L.A., not in Koreatown, in those apartments, in Medici apartments. Fuck, is that the last time? I remember, because... We were face-to-face. <laughs> and that's when we also had the sweaters, the mutual. That's literally, like, less than a year when I moved back to L.A. Yeah, that was, like, four years ago or something. So now I'm live in Switzerland. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> First European full-team European podcast. Yes. I'm sick, so uh, my voice might sound different, and I'll probably cough every once in a while. Just FYI. And I'm going to open this beer just okay. to... Uh, this nice. German beer that I bought with Daniel, who it like says, Daniel is in is part of this podcast. He may he may say something in this episode. Spider is also part of this podcast. He is currently in his litter box. Maybe you'll hear that. He's peeing right now. We as basically we, talk. we basically have a full almost a full cast a of full cast of characters today. Yeah, of like the people we talk about on this on this cast. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of my week in Switzerland, which has been amazing. Thank you, Vince. Thank you for coming to visit. Thank you for having me. I've been uh, staying with Paige and Daniel in their wonderful home. Left China, as I kept telling this bad joke, how I left China for a Chinese New Year party in Europe. And uh, we made dumplings for the first time. I saw an old colleague who I never, I was like, wow, I never thought I'd see you again in my life. Yeah. Yeah, Luis. Uh Um, We saw a bunch of animals today. We did. All native to Switzerland, I think. We saw a lot of deer, some goats, some mountain goats. Wolves. Wolves. Howling. One bear, bunch of pigs, cows, and a lot of birds. A lot of birds. Oh, that's Daniel. He's coming up. He's sitting down. Yeah, he's, he's coming close to us. He wants to join. Do you want to say something for the podcast? Hi, podcast. <laughs> he says hello. Cool. Yeah, and this whole trip was, this whole, the main goal of this trip was just to hang out and catch up with you guys, which that was fulfilled 100%. Uh, to be honest, I was a bit nervous because um, at first, because I know how you like to travel. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to plan all this stuff, you know? So I was really relieved when I asked you the week before, especially because I also got sick, like really sick right before you came. Um, and I asked you what you wanted to do and you, you just said just to hang out. And I was like, ah, okay. That's easy. We could do that. <laughs> I, I try to make myself an easy guest as much as possible. Yes. It was very, it was a breeze, I would say. I think the hardest part was mostly like walking a lot. I remember I telling you like, oh, be prepared. You're going to walk a lot. And most people complain about it. But the person that was complaining the most was me. <laughs> walking. So, yeah. <laughs> we walked a lot. <laughs> and so, um... We'll go into more stories as the show goes on, goes on, but like speaking of a full cast, we actually got our first email from the Penguin Ninja this week. We got two emails talking about two previous episodes, and even like he made his first Instagram post in half a year. I'm like, hey, welcome back. And he's like, hey, I sent you two emails. I'm like, oh, shit. So I, I logged into our email for the first time in forever because our episodes have been pretty far in between. Yeah. Um, even I, honestly, I was a little worried we wouldn't even record this one because we're saving it for the very last night. <laughs> even though every day we're like, we're gonna podcast tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and then today we're like, okay, we have to. We it can't be a late night because we need to podcast. Yeah. And we did it now because we were gonna take take a break before because we just got home, kind of right. So 
Yeah. Yeah. But now it's, it's happening. I just had a great dinner in a smoke-filled restaurant and with like local Swiss food. Um, I had, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, but I had Cordon Bleu. Yeah. Cordon Bleu. Yeah. Cordon Bleu, <laughs> which was a schnitzel. Yeah. It's, um. Schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yeah. Schnitzel. 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 Yes. Which is like a fried meat thing with cheese and stuff and hash browns on the side. You could follow, you know, you'll see photos on at Vincy Pick's Instagram, but it was amazing. <coughs> Very filling. <coughs> For me. Yeah. So. Oh. Is the beer good? Daniel's giving me a thumbs up on one of the beers we bought. So we've tried out a lot of craft beers and local beers here, and yes, this beer is delicious. Stiegel it looks beer. cool. It looks like a cool can. Yeah. I'll put up. We're gonna have a big beer photo later. Here, try try some. It's really it's really good. He took two drinks, folks. <laughs> I think he likes it. It's amazing. Great. You, you want, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. That's amazing. So I looked at Penguin Ninja's email and. Since they were referencing, I don't know, if were they the last two episodes? I'm not sure what number we're even on. I think but, the last two episodes. Yeah, but so like, <laughs> it was a, quite a while. It was 2019 when we last recorded. That was ages ago. Yeah, um, I'm not, I wasn't even sure of everything he's referencing. So I thought it'd be fun for this episode to uh, just back, read through his emails and try to just, and reply to his points if we could remember and try to just try to remember. Okay. Shall we get started? Yes. Okay. Episode 88. Congrats to Paige on getting offered the full-time job and being head research person. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> and um, now you... Now well, I hate my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. Well, basically it was, yeah, it wasn't really a full-time position. I'm still a full-time intern. And I can't believe I said head research person. I think I really was in a daze at that moment. <laughs> I was in a... Um, so, actually, this must not have been the, the last episode because the last episode I was complaining about the job. So, yeah, job sucks. Um, I definitely am not head research person. <laughs> um, but wishful thinking on my part that, that I was. So, um, but, this feels like the most woke podcast I feel you guys have done, and it was so funny and engaging because it wasn't trying to be PC, but draw from life experiences and growing from shit in a real-world setting. Now, I remember we did have a political podcast where we kind of did talk about politics, and I, I am definitely very not for being super PC all the time. Um, definitely don't like assholes, but we, t so I don't remember the, what was the woke stuff? I don't remember either. I think we talked, we tried to, um, we pondered about this earlier today and what we're guessing it was about cancel culture. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And how like it goes too far. Maybe uh, it's coming back now. Cause okay, I remember, I, <laughs> I think it had to do with possibly because i had seen the dave Chappelle stand up mm -hmm. and he was talking about cancel culture and basically he was they tried to cancel him with all this stuff like 
even like they there was like this really tough i think it was a vice art review on him and rotten tomatoes only selected like these super super liberal critics to review his stand-up special before even releasing allowing public people to review and they all trashed it and then when it came out everyone thought it was hilarious even mm-hmm. when i saw it, it was like one of the best stand-up comedy shows i've seen in years mm-hmm. and um i think that, that that set me off in like the whole like yeah being too pc and um you know people always say how they get offended and it's okay and i don't know i, I do feel it's okay to like you shouldn't be an asshole with people, but you don't need. I don't think you need to walk on egg, eggshells. Like it's okay if someone gets offended; it's their right to be offended. But it's not a crime if someone gets offended either. I think I'm at this point where, because um, I'm definitely more on the left. I think I'm definitely more left than you are, and I get offended way more. And I've had a lot of offensive thing ha- things happen to me, especially on that job. However, I will say that I feel like. If you basically, if you can dish it, then you can take it as well, you know. So now I feel like more encouraged to put forth. If there's anything that situation taught me, it was like, if you're gonna say your shit, then I can say what I believe back, you know. And Mm -hmm. then we should all just, you know, live like that kind of thing. And also just realizing, um, yeah, like not everyone grew up in the same environment, and. You can't expect people, oh yeah, now oh, I'll continue this message because it ties back into it. So, um, Topingo Ninja says, I think the best part was bringing up language that is academic and hard to understand, that you can't tie down, that you can't even help, that spoon-fed culture. And, and going back into that, yeah, like, not everyone grew up in, with the same, you know, like, knowledge and education or even, like, access to that education. So... It's kind of unfair to expect people to understand like my beliefs and where I stand if they've never been exposed to it. And it's going back to that whole thing that actually happened with my company about the very like intolerant, like their hate speech basically, but at the same time, not to rationalize for their behavior because once it's been pointed out that they shouldn't do it again, that's basically what it is. But until that point I realized, well, they really didn't grow up. Like, I've been exposing myself to, you know, just queer issues and stuff like that. So I actively look into those things. So, of course, I would have more knowledge about those things. So if you don't expose yourself to these things, you won't know. So mm-hmm. I shouldn't be so, um, like, you can't just, like, cancel someone because they didn't know that. That's I think that's what we're getting at right and now. And I do remember saying, like, I personally don't think it's right to, like, hold foreign countries to an American standard of the way we see things because every country is different. People are raised differently. Their social issues are different backgrounds, different histories. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I, think, I don't think it's right to hold everything to the American belief because not everyone thinks that's the right way. I'm not 100% sure it is. And, you're, and I think I am, I am not as left as you, but in regards to the offensive shit that happened to you at your job, Fuck that! I'm totally that 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 I don't. That is definitely not a thing. I believe like oh Jane just grow like you know Jane come and walk it off. I definitely that that shit is definitely over the line 100. Yeah, and I think when you get to that point and someone says hey that wasn't cool, you know like it really hurt me and stuff like that, then maybe you should stop. You know then at that point it's like okay take that 
energy and put it somewhere else not in the, especially at work you know that's like the worst place to do it but yeah it's just also i feel like when you start to divide people i also think that's when things situations actually get worse because at the end of the day we're all trying to like make this world a better place you know and you can't really do that if everyone hates each other and stuff like that so i don't know to put it simply like i always say this like just try to live by don't be don't be a dick to people yeah that's how, that's a good way to live uh. yeah Okay, continuing. Vince and the Bay. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of shook people use Bay. Super cool. Now I want to know his moves. Oh, snap. This was a movie. Are you serious with this kiss? Text fighting while you left. I would have laughed too. Are you okay with you reading this one? <laughs> I hope you found your WWE tag team and partner for life. They tag in to help you. Something better than Bay. Um, let me see. Was this? Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. Walking on eggshells, yeah. I was. <laughs> so yeah, um, I blew another relationship. It's uh, we are not together anymore, unfortunately, Penguin Ninja. Um, yeah, we just had different future goals, plan goals. And I will say, I don't think you should say that you blew it because you didn't no. blow it. It was just, it really was. I felt like quite amicable in the sense that it was like, look, we, um, and actually when you actually during our party, cause remember, uh, one of our friends you asked, was that a long-term relationship? Eight months. And she, who's Asian said yes. And then I was like, not really. That didn't feel, feel long to me. But then later I thought about it. And I think in Asian culture, when things are so, um, like think so much about the future, that eight months is actually quite long to decide. So, yeah. But anyways, continue. Yeah, she, had, so she was already saying, like, at some point you're going to want to leave Beijing. What are you going to do? And I'm like, I haven't even thought about leaving. Like, do you want to, are, are you going to ask me to come with you? She doesn't even want to leave Beijing, but she just wants me to ask. And right. it was all these things. I'm like, I haven't even thought about it. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, we had to like, basically, I don't want to go too deep into it, but we basically had to confront our different goals in life and decided to break up um even though you know i've been texting her throughout this entire trip sent her photos of all the th- of even the animals today mm. and she replied like so we're not breaking up that way like she still comes <laughs> over like <laughs> <laughs> so we are officially broken up but we are in that weird middle ground yeah yeah because in a way, I mean, it wasn't, it really, it wasn't even about like <coughs> personality differences. It was like, I want to say it was cultural and also, yeah, it was about future stuff, right? So it's a lot of things that, like, like you told me earlier, it would be easier if someone fucked up. And no one really if fucked up. If someone was no mad at the up, other person, right? yeah. yeah. No, if someone did something and you could just, yeah, get mad at that person, but no one did. It was like a respect, like, okay, you have different views and I respect it was very like yeah I respect your differences enough to talk about it and decide whether we want to continue and stuff like that and so I wouldn't say it was you blew a relationship or anything like that yeah appreciate that thank you um a side note I recently learned that Bay meets before everyone else before anything right? before else. anyone else yeah anyone yeah anyone. before anyone else I did yeah. not even know that did you yeah. No, I thought it was a um, a short term for baby. Yeah, oh, me too. I thought it was. Babe. I knew it was before any anyone else. Which is very cute and sweet. Yeah. I even asked Yanda. I was like, 
did you know Bainese before anyone else? And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's why yeah. I chose this nickname. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the one who chose it. Oh, but, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, I thought so too. But then someone told me later and I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess the worst part of the breakups already passed because we're still talking and hanging out and yeah i guess we'll see what happens hopefully not a disaster yeah yeah oh i just realized the rest of like there's still more about that oh, okay. <laughs> well it's about me Paige is losing her mind with updating relationship status like wow i'm hoping y'all are still going on this isn't belated okay <laughs> romance spins Paige gaffs co-workers talking Paige mom texting people state of the union address i don't remember this she likes dogs she's a keeper tie that down now imagining you, Vince, with a dad mustache, and you are directing a better remake of The Lion King. I think if Paige had one, she would twirl it all day with a monocle. <laughs> okay. So, I would. <laughs> with a monocle, yes. So that must have been us trashing The Lion King, or at least me trashing The Lion King remake. Ah, okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. I thought it was about that. I was like, confused. Um, yeah. So, uh... Um, yeah, that movie sucked. Uh, we did go to the movies here in Switzerland. We saw Jojo Rabbit mm. about uh, a, a little Nazi boy <laughs> who finds out his his uh, his Scarlett Johansson looking look like mother is hiding a a Jewish teen girl in their attic, and they uh, kind of form a friendship. And mm. the little boy has to question his Nazi ideals. Well, uh, this Hitler lo- who looks like Taika Waititi, 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 <laughs> Taika Waititi. Uh, you know, is kind of like his, uh, I guess, devil and angel. Is it, is it or is like mostly devil? I would say. Yeah, yeah, mostly devil. <laughs> it was his imaginary. His imaginary friend, friend. Yeah. and uh, yeah. Um, if I had seen it in twenty nineteen, it probably would have been up there with Detective Pikachu as one of the best films. Oh yes, and then we watched Detective Pikachu together. Yes. And I decided it was my favorite. It's now in my top ten list because. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm glad we watched it together too, because because that movie we gushed over a lot in like podcasts and messages, um, just getting like general hype over it. And so like you're like we should watch Detective Pikachu like because we had like a whole day we're waiting for Daniel to come back from work. So and it was it was it held up and I was like it was that was like one of the best moments of the trip just rewatching that with Aww. you. Yeah, <laughs> more Pikachu in the future. Um, oh, interesting. What the fuck? A uh, hostel prison. Does anyone hear Hollywood writing that down? I'm guessing this is about the hostel prison in Lucerne. Hostel prison? Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's a hostel. I told you that there was a hostel prison in Lucerne. And the thing was, I had said, so when Vince came, because um, he's high. Well, last we met, he's very allergic to spider. But he's staying with us. And I really wanted him to stay, but at the same time, I knew you know, if the allergies got bad, that I suggested that he could stay at the hostel prison. Um, but you didn't have to. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't either. No, me, I don't <laughs> want to stay in a hostel, but like, as a plan B. Yeah, that was the plan was B. Was that the place next to the Japanese restaurant? Yeah, I never uh, showed you, but next time. No, I'm not going to stay at a I mean, if you'll have me back again, if I wasn't, uh, if I wasn't such a sloppy, if I wasn't a super sloppy guest. No, you're yeah. a very tidy guest. You're, you even taught us to be cleaner people really yes because i remember one it was the day you went to work and i woke up and vince was um just washing the dishes he asked if he could help and i was just like oh wow like and he was i was you don't have to because daniel was going to do it after work he's like no i'm going to help 
and he's washing it and you were saying something about how yeah it's in the sink just to you know just do it and then just have it so it's done and then I noticed like throughout the trip I would just after before the Chinese New Year dinner because once that happened that just went out the window because there was too many dishes <laughs> but I was just like washing up right after and I remember we even had this long conversation about being clean because that's something that's a goal of mine that I really want to achieve like really work on within this next year just to be a cleaner tidier person and yeah so helpful tips clean tips clean clean it's good to be clean yes <coughs> wash that shit yeah <laughs> Don't wait. <laughs> so I'm just reading the back of your computer and it says brainwashed. Oh, okay. So I thought of washed right now. Um, okay. Also, in the previous episode, you guys said sausage so many times with innuendos that I started to look around to see if I was being punked. And I, re- I just realized I was still childish. I, I don't remember. I, what, why, why would we talk about sausages a lot? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I feel, oh. I feel things should end. A very Doctor S quote: "The Penguin Ninja." That was the last. That was the end of the first email. When he says Doctor, do you think he means Doctor Who? Yes. So, Doctor Who. Actually, so when initially I broke up with Yan, um, I was like really depressed that weekend. Oh, dude, it was so bad. Like, I mean, now we're talking again, but like, I was like not in a good mood. Like, <laughs> I uh, I was trying to do. I don't believe in trying to. F- like even one of my some of my friends like come out come out for drinks like let's help you go clubby like we'll feel better and I was like I don't want to feel better I kind of want to hold on to sadness for a while because that's kind of holding on to her in a way mm-hmm. I don't know I, and I do feel like it's important to feel sad when yeah. you're in a sad situation so <laughs> the first weekend it was like I went to go see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker for the fourth time and then I just walked around the city by myself like just miserable and I went for a beer. <laughs> Why is Dan- Daniel? That's fine. Why are you Laugh. laughing, Daniel? He's like, be, you know, hold on to your feelings, experience feelings. What is that? <laughs> very. I never heard that before. Very like you know, wearing a coat with my hands in my pockets and like listening to sad music. Um, so I wasn't trying to like drown, like get happy, but I do find myself going at comforting things. And and that week, like the new Doctor Who season started, and. Um, and like I still like I still follow the show, mm. but even the last season I finished it very late. Like I let I just forgot for a while. I tried to catch up, and the new one started. So I just drew, I just went back into it, and it really helped me. Like oh like because that's one of my favorite shows ever. Like it, when I, when when I first got into it, it made me really happy because it's just really weird and it's not. It's not like I've had friends trash it because it's not like Game of Thrones quality because some is bad and good. But I kind of like and I was talking about how I like my TV shows to be unbalanced. Like, you know, when Game of Thrones had a bad ending, everyone hated it. Mm. We're really still not. I mean, the whole show has been falling for many years, but it's not the worst thing. It's still pretty good TV. It's, I wouldn't say it was trash. Right. So but like if you watch a TV show, that's just never perfect. Like the X-Files has bad and good seasons. It's like you take the good and the bad and, right. you, never, and you never shit on the whole thing. I mean, that, that's life. Right? That's a metaphor yeah. for life. Yeah. It's, it has its good and its bad, but ups and downs. But are you going to say it just sucked? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you could do that at the end of your life, but, you know. Uh, yeah, so basically, yeah. So Doctor Who comforted me again, like the old days. And, um, um, yeah, Penguin Ninjas. It's, if, I don't know, if you're still watching Doctor Who, you threw that quote out there. The new season started out pretty strong. 
Um, I totally forgot about Doctor Who. I've been watching so much anime. And, um, yeah. And I, I actually, when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, <coughs> I had left off. I don't remember if I finished this uh, the series with Capaldi in it. I don't remember at all. Maybe I did. And then at that point, I didn't continue because there was that break. And then I was already kind of, I wasn't. I didn't really like him as a doctor, so I think and around that time, like, I think that's when I also moved or some, like, life stuff happened, so I just fell off the radar, and then when I got here, it just, yeah. You know he's not the doctor anymore, right? I know that. Yeah. And then I actually was very curious. I did want to, because now I was like, oh, there's a new doctor, and I want to see that as well, but then by that point, it's now, like, so far down in my list, <laughs> I just forgot <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, so... But actually, like, I feel like um, this brings me back to just when we used to hang out in Hong Kong and stuff like that. And that was one thing I, I felt like you were always really good about comforting yourself when you're sad. Like, you know what, like, is your, like, not even a pick-me-up, but just, like, that thing you need when you're sad. And you kind of are, you embrace the sadness. And I feel like this past year was, it was a really shitty year. And... I think I start to forget, like, what made me sad or even embrace the sadness. And I think I just, like, in the past when I was sad, I'd play Sims. And this year, I just, in fact, I felt like I, I wasn't allowed to give into the things I needed, you know? And actually, a big thing in my life now that, I don't know if it's for better or worse, but I'm just super on, in my mobile, mobile games. So I play these two games very, just all the time. What other games? Pokemon Go and... La, um, a last shelter it was basically this zombie survival game it's not even about zombie survival it's like I'm basically a farm I'm just like farming my stuff and <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I'm so into it um, yeah and I think I even fell off like like just recently I bought a new screen for my like a big monitor and for the first time in like two years I'm back on my computer like I wasn't even on my laptop when I got home you know I'd just be on my phone playing the games until I fell asleep so I think I, it was weird. It was like this pacifier, like this quick pacifier, but it also numbed me to everything. Like it wasn't what I would naturally want to do if I was sad or I would comfort myself with. So I think now I want to go back to those things. Like, yeah, watching shows or I don't know, even playing Sims or something, like stuff I used to do. Yeah, and I think you're, you're always really good about that, those kind of things. So that reminded me of that I should do that more often. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's about like, you know, it's good because it's not about trying to drown away the sadness, which I think that's a very like back home in America thing. Always got to feel good or stay, right. which I, I hate. Uh, I don't like, or like always be positive. Like, I don't like that term. Like, I'm thinking how my favorite pot, my podcast there, my favorite podcast ever there, still gonna stay positive, uh -huh. which maybe I could see as be positive to other people, but I don't like this. I don't like the when people say always be positive yourself. Like, if you're feeling shit, you should feel you should just embrace that shit. Yeah, and also like what's been getting me through these times is a lot of like, so I think first of all the word self care came about and now it's gotten to this point where it's very it's just like very markety kind of thing like it's now like you could see all the self-care stuff on like t-shirts and cups and i mean i think when it first started it was cool because it was an idea that was still very new to everyone like take care of yourself by the time it was like 
give yourself a bubble bubble bath eat some chocolate stuff like that which is all good all good things but now i'm reading more about like actual self-care like what you can do for yourself mentally so it's more about self-healing and especially this past year I realized um especially also with my family i have a lot of i guess past traumas and stuff and i want to be a better person and i want to it's not even it's like kind of like dealing with that and not like in a way where i just sweep it under the rug it's not about hiding that it's about facing it dealing with it and then just moving on like really about moving on and stuff so i think that's actually been quite helpful um so i'm all about that stuff yeah, you yeah. gotta throw yourself in uncomfortable situations. You can't always be comfortable. Yeah. You can't be in, like, it's good to be self care, but like facing things like that, you can't always be in your safe bubble. It's not, you're not gonna be strong that way. Yeah, and I also feel like there's a limit. If it's self care, is really just make, making yourself feel good all the time, but not actually like dealing with the underlying issue then that might be self-harm in the long run, right? Like you're not actually, you're giving your, it's basically you're putting the bandaid on because it feels good. That's self-care to in a to like an extent. Like if you can't deal with it now, put that bandaid on and get through the day, you know? But I think- That's how you become an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Numb the pain away, but don't forget, you gotta take out the bandaid, let the wound dry, otherwise it festers. And it gets like all disgusting and stinky and infected. So, yeah, you have to rip off the bandaid and deal with the wound itself at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was another. Should we read the last one? Last email. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's about episode eighty-nine. Um, More recent. Maybe we'll yes. we'll remember this better. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most iconic phrase I heard on the show is, "She's a good girl." Don't know what what this is about. Now we've had. <laughs> did I call Yan a good girl? Was that? Did you ask me? Wait, wait did you ask me if Yan was a good girl? Because I don't remember. Because now that just statement makes me cringe. <laughs> but we had a whole podcast about good girls. I think, really? Remember? Okay, so remember we that was a that was a podcast term because remember remember Michael and his friends would like idealize like oh she's a good girl oh I remember right? this and like and, and then you brought in and then to keep it equal you got you brought in good boy and basically like I guess a good girl <laughs> I forgot what we we had a def- definition for it this was like very 2017 2018 yeah I'm like uh, now yeah. I'm like I cringe at the term good girl but really I yeah because I think of like a dog uh, I'm thinking like because like initially I think of like this weird old guy telling like a young girl like oh good girl good girl which I find extra gross yeah but that's why that's you and a dog but that wasn't our definition it was more like I don't know like we would need Michael to explain it again but like like can you weigh in on this yeah like I think I think I kind of get what you're saying though I don't remember our exact definition because um, I know, remember when we had the definition on board, I wasn't disgusted by it, and you were like, you found it amusing, yeah. and then you brought in good boy, you yeah. called Daniel a good boy. Now, I think, when I think of good boy, I think of memes of dogs, like, that's why I'm like, <laughs> that's why I'm like, ooh, like, <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't call you good boy, Daniel, anymore. No. So we'll get. I'll get Michael to record a, like a, a a recording for the next episode, or maybe for this one to insert in, like to define. A, you know what? We'll pull Michael in here in the edit to define what a good girl is. 
But, and by the way, guys, um, he has his own podcast called Them, That, and This now on all your podcast apps. So if you want, like, mutually awkward but kind of turned up to, like, 15. What? So we're, like, negative 15. We're, our volume is, like, well, at... One. Well, you know Michael. He's a little <laughs> yeah, bit. He's a little. True. He's a little bit more extreme than we do are. Yeah. Like, like are we? Are we good girls and boys? <laughs> I don't know. Which is funny because like, and then I, I thought he would have a whole bunch of Kobe things to say, and I'm the worst. I was the bad guy in that one. You were the bad. Guy. I think me and Dan were just laughing. Obviously, <laughs> we want to support you, and you know, you're because I just saw. I just I remember you said. I guess this is how I deal with tragedy. I just turn up the comedy. So I was like, oh, you're just dealing right now. I'll just let him. But deal making with a joke, either if they're, if they're funny or not, I'll make a joke about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, what makes a movie too campy? Um, well, Daniel just. Oh. Oh, it's turning more into. <laughs> Daniel, we're podcasting right now. <laughs> So Daniel is making so Daniel so okay so so uh, so Daniel and Paige have these awesome avatars that Daniel made on this app called A Sprite. So I asked him if he could like make an avatar of me because they're really cool, and um, he just showed me the work and it's coming along. Oh my god! I said, Daniel, what if we made it into our mutually awkward? Um, is that too much? All right, what our cover? Yeah. We just made a new I know. cover. Okay. Never mind. I, I, I like the drinking cover right now. The next okay. cover I can make for The next, how about the, the next, next, yeah. next, 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 next time you cover. pay out. No. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. You have, I can pay for that if you want, if you, I have to. No, no, this, this one is free. The first one's free. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what makes the movie too campy? So, um, so how does it go into more detail of what we were talking about? Uh, I will just continue this one. Maybe it will say, uh, and Vince, you told the entire Hellraiser movie to Paige. You should have left some parts out, especially a movie like that. I have seen it, but I haven't fully seen it because it freaked me out. To be fair, I don't remember what the heck you said. So I do remember. So <laughs> I, I don't think remember Hellraiser. This that episode was recorded in October, uh-huh. and I was review. I was give. I was throwing out a bunch. I was just basically going over my entire October, October, October horror movie marathon, and there were a lot of campy movies that I watched. Uh-huh. Um, a movie that is too campy. Evil Dead. No, I don't think that's that's. I think that's perfect. Actually, okay. I mean. Okay, so by too campy. It's, I consider um, Evil Evil Dead five four and a half stars. Like that's a great. Also, campy is bad for you. No, campy's good. Cause I like camp. Yeah, I I don't know if you could go too campy. I think, as because campy movies are still could still be good movies. Yeah, like I don't consider it. Um, actually, in fact, I find sometimes if this movie wasn't campy, I would not have liked it. But because it's campy, and my definition of campy is like over the top, um, just exaggerated. I don't know why I think of like eighties. I think I don't know why the movie that's coming to mind is Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. But it was campy as fuck. Okay, <laughs> so, actually, this conversation came up this week. Um, how I said Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies were superior to every Spider-Man movie. Like all the new ones, and how I said Spider Man Two is still the greatest superhero movie ever, and you know this trilogy includes lines of like Doc Ock saying, "The power of the sun in my hands," 
Aunt May saying like the Lord's Prayer and Green Goblin comes in, William Dafoe saying, finish the prayer. Like, it's, <laughs> so that's campy. I think that's campy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't think it's over the top camp, but it's just like fun. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I mean, you know, there's that scene in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> when James Franco says like, I'm sorry, but me and Mary Jane are in love and and like he's he's like evil at that point. I don't know if you remember that scene where he's like in the cafe with Peter and he's like her kisses were like strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and, and you just see like it is so funny. Um yeah, it's just he's just he's just he's just hamming it up. Do you think movies um a like so when that movie first came out, was it meant to be campy or have a bit of camp in it? Because now I'm thinking about Twilight because Twilight's pretty ridiculous. But here, here's the thing. I think I, I've never seen Twilight, but I felt like it was a movie that took itself very, very, very seriously. Mm. While the Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies in, in their themes of like being a hero and taking responsibility for your actions those were very serious but they also had like silly moments where, and they weren't uh, they weren't afraid to just have fun okay. either i don't i've never seen twilight but it seemed like it was never fun it wasn't but i think and you know what for me what changed about twilight that made me look at it in different light was because of robert pattinson's hatred of his portrayal in the movie that and seeing that he would always like have commentary about like oh my god this scene i just felt like um there was a scene where she, he, um, the girl comes in and he's supposed to be really attracted to her and she's supposed to smell like so beautiful that he's like, Ugh, but he can't make he made, like a barfy face or something. He looked like he was about to puke. And he had this commentary about why he did that and they just went with it. So he wasn't taking himself seriously, but they were like, yeah, let's go with it, you know? Um, so that's what made me think, oh, is that, does that make it like not take itself seriously because he wasn't taking himself seriously. Where is, I want to see his reaction. I want to see his You can find, I think you can find YouTube clips about it and it's pretty funny and he, I think that this was his most regrettable choice and um, even in the commentary the director was like, kind of like please stop, like you know, because you're like tearing apart this movie. He hated it, so. Which is funny because he's like, for a while he got a lot of hate from at least a lot of guys like say, even like growing up, like a lot of guys like, oh, He's the pretty boy in Twilight. Yeah. No, but like he's actually like, he's kind of like how Leo was back in the Titanic days. Right. And now that he's getting older, he's he's turned into a really solid actor, and kind of like a man's man in a way too. I think his career was like, set of degree. Which everyone liked him, and he yeah. was great in that. And I'm, I mean, I think he was in a lot of other movies, but these are the ones that he like stood out in. And then Twilight, and I'm guessing he took this role because he was trying to break it, break out as an actor and stuff. And then once he signed into it, he realized, oh fuck, this is gonna ruin my image. But I signed up for this stuff, and that's why in interviews, like even on the red carpet, like right after the movie would come out in the premiere and stuff, he was always a bit like, he had a bad, like basically he was like super like not happy about it. Um, and now looking back, I think he just makes fun of himself <laughs> in that role. But I think that's why now I see it in that way because I I now see it as I've only seen part one to be fair because I the other two, it was just aren't there ridiculous. like three other movies yeah but it was ridiculous like it was just crazy um, crazy bad <laughs> so yeah by the way him and William Dafoe were amazing in the lighthouse very weird film 
and now like he's Robert Patterson. He's gonna be the next Batman. Yeah. Um, which I'm sold. I'm like, you know what? After seeing the lighthouse, like, and and knowing like he's not the Twilight guy, like he's not, not who he wants to be. Like he could, he's probably gonna be. At least better than Ben Affleck was as Batman. That's the thing. Like, I remember when people found out he was going to be the new Batman. They're like, what? Him? Twilight guy? But the thing is, he's done... Actually, I haven't seen a lot of the, his movies, but I know he's played so... I think almost every other role he took after that was, like, serious, really dramatic. Like, he can act, you know? I mean, just to, like, redeem himself from Twilight. And so I think... Yeah. I, I, also, I every good Batman people shot on, like... Michael Keaton. You seen the, Have you ever seen any Michael Keaton yeah, Batman movies? Mm-hmm. Apparently, when he was like, I mean, we were like not born when the first one came. Or I was like one, maybe. Yeah. But like, basically, everyone thought because he, he was a comedic actor, he's not even buff, and he ha- and he has like a Jufro right now. And like, uh-huh. so like you know, people so like he's gonna be Batman. What? Michael? But like, you know, Beetlejuice. Like, yeah. But like, he's a- he was actually really good. Um, and then even I remember people didn't like Christian Bale really when he first, but like. Mm-hmm. And now, basically, he's, like, the standard for Batman for most people. I think no one's ever going to be happy with whoever they pick for the next Batman or next made superhero. Like, everyone's going to complain about something. Everyone hated Heath Ledger before he became Joker. Like, oh, the pretty boy from 10 years ago. Yeah, now they're, like, eating their words. And now he's, like, the god level. (laughs) Yeah, he's Joker. Um, Okay, wait. (laughs) Okay. So going back to Hellraiser, oh. <laughs> I have seen it, but I haven't fully seen it because it freaked me out. I it's think a weird I saw movie. a movie review that made me watch it just because of the character design and how I can't say this word macabre. It was M A C A B R E. Macabre. Macabre. I don't know. I know the word, but I don't know how to say it. That movie was dark and that shit's fucked up, and it was like probably one of the best like. I think it was an 80s movie, early 90s. It's like one of the, Wait, this is the guy with the face with the pins? Yeah. Okay, and, like, it deals with, like, this woman cheating on her husband. And, <laughs> you know, she, she's getting, she's picking up guys at the bars to feed to this zombie brother-in-law. Okay, shit affair. And, Wait, you told me. Yeah, they're, like, demons from another dimension. And it's, like, dark stuff. Like, it's really messed up. But, like... I mean, and I grew up watching a lot of all the 80s horror movies except Hellraiser. And that was, like, one that just went, always went under my radar. So, like, I felt like a, I found, like, a lost golden gem. Like, it was like, whoa, I can't believe I missed out on a film this good. I think I've, all, I've just seen the character and he just looked scary. So I never... I mean, I wouldn't have watched it anyway, right? But it's, uh, he's, like, a character up there with, like, you know, Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers and Chucky. I think I haven't... Maybe my next one should be about Michael Myers because I haven't seen... Any of those movies. The first one is the one you need to watch. Which one was he in? Halloween. Oh, okay. 1970-something with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> okay. It's awesome. Um, Gremlins would be a good movie. Oh, maybe I'll watch Gremlins. Oh, but also, like, uh-huh. the director of Halloween 1 is John Carpenter. And, um... He did Evil Dead. No. No, that's Sam Raimi. Oh, fuck. But he did John Carpenter. He did Halloween. He did... Shit, uh, Oh, The Thing. 19, the thing, the 80s version of the thing. Uh-huh. Um, but like now he's kind of retired from filmmaking and now all he does is play video games <laughs> and make music. So cool. he's a really, and he's like a really cool, like old hippie dude. Yeah. Um, Vince did not dress in lingerie. Rocky Horror Pictures. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> Which means in an alternate reality, he did. And I want to know what happened there. 
I was dressed there as a Star Trek character. This in this reality. So someday, someday I may dress in lingerie when the time is right. Um, when the time comes, and I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of taking like Jan does leave her clothes at my place. I was thinking about it, but it was cold, so I was like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't Paige being drunk very physical? Like she hits people. I don't hit people. I hit inanimate objects. <laughs> I fight bushes and bicycles and parked cars. That's all I remember. <laughs> I remember when you were used to get drunk in Hong Kong, though. You'd be very loud. Oh, I'm very I'm, loud. Yeah, I'm super loud. I think actually, I feel like I haven't gotten really drunk lately. And if I did, I usually would end up karaokeing, which. Allows me to be loud in a space Every, where loud. I can be loud, yes. Yeah. Or dancing, so I can be very physical. Like, I'm just, like, really active. So I end up sobering up. So, yeah, I feel like I haven't... I think it's usually if I'm still drunk on my way home, then that's not good. Because then I have all this pent-up energy. So, yeah, the last times I was very drunk, I was in the right place that allowed myself to, you know, expend the energy <laughs> properly. Yeah. And that's the last uh, email. All right. So, uh, Penguin Ninja, thanks for writing to us. Thank you. Um, you know, you kind of disappeared from the world. So, you know, write us one saying how you've been in life. What have you been up to? Yeah, what's going on with you? I think, I think about you every once in a while because I don't I'm – not, I'm not on Twitter anymore. So I just assumed you were you're on Twitter. Um, yeah. And I'm always like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Does he still listen to us? That's usually what I can wonder. <laughs> Does he still care about our lives? <laughs> to be fair, we haven't been recording. Yeah. 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 Sure. We are, I think we are trying to get better at it, though. Like, the last couple months, we were, like, recording more. Yes. I mean, I think the, ga- the gap between the previous um, recording, which is not as far, it was just, like, one month apart versus, like, three months apart. Yes. And we would have recorded earlier, even like two weeks ago. You're like, we, when do you want to record? I'm like, well, let's just record when I'm in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think um, we'll be better at it. Uh, I look forward to it all the time. But also, uh, I understand that like because of distance, because of life, stuff does get in the way, you know. Yeah. But. I'm going to say this though, like kind of like semi switching our uh, pl- our like hosting service for me at least, kind of revitalized like enthusiasm for the podcast again. Just because, I don't know why. It's just like they put us on a bunch of different new apps, which is really cool. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we're on Spotify now. Woo woo. Yeah, that was like, I know that got you excited. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to start listening to us right now. I listened to the last episode. Yeah, and then making a new, <laughs> and then making new cover art. That maybe, yes. that was like, all right, let's do this. Like, I even said, like, oh, gee, I was like, Paige, can we start promoting on Instagram, on our, our Zine Instagram? Like, just because, you know, let's just get a little bit pushed. We have that we have that following on there anyways. And we did talk about today making a Twitter account. Yes. So I'll make that happen. Yeah. 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 I think that I feel like we'd be very appropriate on Twitter. So, yeah. And I'm, and I, I think I'm going to um, go back on Twitter again because I pretty much took a break for one year. Just, again, it had everything to do with the fact that I stopped using my laptop for fun because Twitter was connected to that and I hated using it on my phone because I had so many other things I was looking at. So I just fell off the Twitterverse. And I think I needed that because there was sometimes I'd be tweeting. I'm like, I would always tweet when I was in a super bad place, which also made me feel really shitty too. 
and then I would reread my old tweets and be like, oh my God, I was just really miserable. And then so I think I just kind of, I had thought about deleting it, but I just never did, which I'm glad. Was this the same as like way back in the day you used to do like the, the, the page drunk tweets? I would say it was equivalent to that, except it was not even conscious anymore. <laughs> like it wasn't because back then I was like, I'll make it into a thing because that was when I was still into um, Twitter. But now it was just more like literally would only tweet if I was so pissed off. And it would be usually like a string of tweets and I'd be silent for like a month until I come back. And I just was like, I'm like that raging old person who just like screams into the nothingness and then just goes away, you know, like goes to bed or something. And I as, at one point, it was entertaining for myself, but I think when it stopped being fun for me, that's when I was like, I don't want to do that as much. And I still want to be, like, I want to read my tweets or I want to be, like, happy about stuff to an extent, you know, to be more positive, but not too positive. It's funny how, like, that's, like, that was, like, Twitter's your dark place where, like, for me, Twitter is, like, my safe internet space where I like to go to, like, kind of shit post it's, my, it's fun for me to shit post that's on there that's actually because twitter what is it it was my shit post place but it was like so shitty and it was about myself like that's what i was like oh this is not doing like, good for like my, really dark shit posts. yeah like, so i was like mm, this is not good for my self-esteem this isn't good for my my healing process but now that i've like i've endured um 2019 maybe i'll give it a, another shot in 2020 and see how that goes i think we have a podcast episode here like yeah yeah our first live one um in like five years or whatever yeah. four years which is pretty good because we started this podcast i think the first three episodes were in hong kong in my old apartment and then one in a bar and then we recorded some in la previous i remember we recorded some in a diner one in like your your childhood bedroom. Oh right! Yeah. Oh my god. You were like, yeah. here we are, surrounded by like pages, like like you know, mementos of growing oh, up. Yeah, and I got really like, I remember getting really like nostalgic or something. It was like a deep episode or something. I was like, oh, sad. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. So every couple of years, like we get this one episode where it's very easy for me to edit because I don't have to, I don't have to put two tracks together, which makes me very happy. I just gotta slap it on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know, if anyone has any other letters they want to write to us. Oh yeah, that's one thing I want to say. Hey, listeners out there, send us an email or a tweet or write us somewhere. Looking for new friends applications. <laughs> and so what's that email? Uh, was it mutually awkward at Gmail? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mutually awkward at gmail.com or tweet us at Um soon to be Maybe I, mutually I, awkward. I assume yeah, we're gonna open the Twitter next week, maybe it'll at this time it should be up and Hopefully, no one has Mutually Awkward yet. It'll be at Mutually Awkward on Twitter. Yeah, otherwise, um, just tweet Vince. Vince at Vince Rogue. Yeah, maybe me, but I don't remember what my... Yeah, just, uh, you're, uh-huh. I think you're like... You're page, page of Sage. Page of Sage. Okay. But uh, yeah, just tweet me. Just tweet yeah. me. Yeah, just tell us where you're listening from. I'm so curious and I'm so bored. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, y'all, uh, both of us live... Not well, currently live from Switzerland. Um, this has been Mutually Awkward, episode something something. Keep it awkward. Bye. Oh my god, I feel just how I used to feel.
Don't you think you should rephrase that?